Hey everybody, Pastor Mike from Project Re3 here again. Um, and this time I like to do a little Monday morning motivation. And this motivation is going to be very pastor ministry centric, only because that's who I am, that's what I know. But I trust that anybody watching this hopefully is going to be encouraged and maybe have their eyes opened a little bit to a new type of prayer or a new um, direction that God may have for you. You see, something happened to me a few years ago that was truly life-changing. But before I can get to that, I have to tell you where I came from. When I was 18, 19 years old, I figured out then I really wanted to be in ministry. I loved the church. I was in the church anytime the doors was open, and that's what I wanted to do. So once I graduated from Bible college and started working in various ministry uh, positions, whether it be children's ministry, youth ministry, college, associate pastor, whatever it was, you know, I tried my best to learn from those who I loved and respected the most. The pastor I grew up under, J.R. Gossett, an amazing pastor's heart. Someone who visits, who's there in the hospitals um, from the before surgery starts to long after recovery uh, has started. I mean, he's just, he's that type of pastor, a huge pastor heart. I had Jim Martin, an incredible leader. Just someone who just had this um, drive and personality that could just kind of rally people around a cause and, and get them um, heading in the direction they needed to head in. Mike Willard, who just is a phenomenal and incredible Bible teacher. I mean, he has forgotten more about the Bible than I think I'll ever know. I mean, God has put me under the, under the tutelage of some amazing, amazing pastors. And besides them... There's also pastors that I, I look up to and I study um, from afar. People like Andy Stanley or Francis Chan or Erwin McManus. You know, guys that if they wrote a book, I was immediately buying it and reading it. Because that's what I, who I wanted to emulate. I wanted to emulate these guys that I respected because I felt like if I was going to be the best pastor I could be, why not learn from the best? And so I would go to every pastor conference I would go to. I, I, I could I would read every leadership and pastor book, every ministry book. Um, I would talk to those guys, pick their brains, pick other pastors' brains that were friends of mine that I really looked up to, and ultimately tried to become the best of all of them. But the problem was I always described myself year after year in ministry as I always felt like this square peg trying to fit, fit into a round hole. It just, I just didn't fit. The things I was doing, the things how I would even preach or how I would lead or, or um, anything really that had to do with ministry, it just never, ever felt natural. And, and I was always just so frustrated because I love God and I love the church so much. And it just never really felt like there was this perfect fit. So we'll fast forward to, uh, I believe it was 2012. I had taken a group down to Mexico for another mission trip, and I'll never forget that Friday night. We just had an incredible debrief on our week. I mean, people just sharing about how their lives were changed, things they experienced, um, tears were flowing. I mean, it was just this beautiful, beautiful moment there to wrap up our mission trip. And I remember going to my bed that night, and um, I crawled in bed, and it was midnight, 1230 or so in the morning, and I just laid there angry at God because I didn't want to come back to the church that I had left like mainly because I just didn't feel like I fit 
And I loved these experiences of, of taking people on mission trips so much. And I loved, you know, just my, my heart came alive that Friday night to the point where I was like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, this is what ministry is supposed to feel like. So I laid in bed. I'm like, God, why do I have to go back? Why do I have to go back to, to that church? And it was a great church. It was great ministries, great people. But I just never felt, felt like I really fit, not just in that church, but any church. So more, I was just like, God, why do I have to go back and do ministry the way that I've been doing it? Why can't I just keep doing this? Why do I have to be that kind of pastor? And I'm telling you, as audibly and as clear as I've ever heard God, I heard him ask me this question. Who told you to be that kind of pastor? And I said, well, you did. And God said, no, you never asked me what kind of pastor you should be. You see, for, I don't know, the 15 previous years, I had never once, once I thought about it, stopped and asked God, what kind of pastor do you want me to be? How have you gifted me? How have you wired me? What is unique about me as a pastor? You see, I was trying to be the best versions of all these other successful pastors, but while I was doing that, I was being the worst um, version of me. So I laid there with this revelation of God was exactly right. I had never gone to him and asked how he wanted me to lead, how he wanted me to preach, how he wanted me to conduct ministry. And so I said, all right, God, what am I supposed to do? What, what I'm, I'm asking you for the very first time. What is my ministry supposed to be about? What am I supposed to be about as a pastor? And he said, Mike, your sole purpose in ministry is to motivate and mobilize. That's it. And the more I thought about it, that's when I came alive. When I can motivate believers and Christians to get off their butts, to get out of their couches, to get out of their pews, and then mobilize them to go be the hands and feet of Christ. That's when I came alive. I would always get frustrated because I wasn't the pastor JR was, or I wasn't the Bible teacher Mike was, or I wasn't the leader that Jim was, or any of these other brilliant people, these other brilliant pastors. I'd get so frustrated because I felt like I could never measure up. But I was measuring up to the wrong thing. So I decided then in 2012, that's what I'm, that's what I'm going to do. That's going to be me. I'm going to motivate and mobilize. And I'm going to surround myself with people who can do everything else. Because I know I am far from the best pastor in the world. Far from the best communicator. Far from the best leader, decision maker. But I know now what God has called me to be. And I'm also at this point, um, and it took a lot of humbling for me to say, you know what? I don't have all the answers and I can't do everything. And so God has provided me with people in my life to kind of pick up the slack, and he has. But it took me realizing what I could do, what my blind spots were, where I was gifted and where I wasn't. It took me, stop, it took, it took me stopping trying to be everyone else and just being comfortable with how God had created me and the gifts that he had given me. And saying, all right, God, you... You, this is the ingredients you made. I'll, how do you want them fixed? And that's my prayer for you as a pastor, that if you find yourself, um, if you're in any type of ministry situation, pastoral situation, and you kind of, that you describe yourself that way. 
as kind of that square peg into a round hole, then maybe one of the things you can do is exactly what I had to do was stop and just say, maybe who I am is not who God wanted me to be all along. That maybe I'm trying to be someone I'm not. And just saying, all right, God, for the first time, who am I? And how have you really called me to do ministry? Maybe you're not in ministry. Maybe you're a nurse or a lawyer or a teacher, a coach, whatever your field is. But maybe that describes you too, that you just have never really felt like you fit. And maybe it's because you're trying to be someone God never intended for you to be. That he has bigger and better plans. And maybe it's just simply saying, all right, God, who am I? And what do you want me to do? For me, it was life-changing. For me, it took all the weight off my shoulders. And I haven't looked back since. And I pray that's what happens to you. So that's your Monday morning motivation. Um, go and have an incredibly blessed day. And I'll talk to you soon.